Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And it's time for The Race Zone. I'm Sam Atwell. I'm Brian Dooley. And we're here after the Brickyard 400. And all of the suspense is over. We know who's in the playoffs, and uh, we know who's not. But uh, really a pretty dominating performance today by Kevin Harvick at the Brickyard. And uh, there really wasn't not a whole lot of action, but he did dominate for sure. No, it seemed like there was quite a few crashes, and I was impressed to see some drivers like Bubba Wallace up there in the top five. And at one point, really seemed like, you know, he might have had a chance, but Harvick just had a dominant car, led all but 42 laps. And are we? It's so weird. Regular season, like it's. I feel like we just started. Daytona 500 wasn't that long ago. It goes by really, really fast. We just, you know, we have the the off season, which really isn't that long because you wrap up the season with the banquet in November, and then you're off for the bounce in November, which is about a week and a half. And you're off for the whole month of December, and two weeks into January, there's testing going on. Starts all over again, but man, this season seems has really gone by fast. What's crazy to think about now is okay, now we're going into the postseason for NASCAR. And this roll wraps up, and we find out who the 2019 championship is less than a week of Thanksgiving. And like you said, and then it's you know, you got Christmas and other holidays, then practice back, you know, reporting to Daytona, and then. It's such a long season, but it goes by so fast. It really does. Let's go ahead and take a look and see where your favorite driver finished this weekend in the Brickyard 400. In first place, wrapping out the regular season, Kevin Harvick, followed by Joey Logano, uh, Joey Logano Bubba Wallace, William Byron, and Clint Boyer. Reporia, Kansas, wraps up top five. In sixth, Denny Hamlin, followed by Ryan Blaney, Ryan Newman, Chase Elliott in ninth and tenth. Paul Menard. Daniel Suarez was 11th, 12th was Austin Dillon, 13th Ty Dillon, 14th Eric Almirillo, 15th Chris Buescher, 16th Ryan Priest, 17th Michael McDowell, 18th Matt Benedetto, 19th Corey LaJoy, 20th David Reagan. In 21st, we have Alex Bowman, followed by Ross Chastain, Reed Sorensen, Ryan Sieg, and BJ McLeod. In 26th, JJ Yaley, Martin Turex Jr., Garrett Smithley, Josh Belicki, and Kurt Busch in 30th. 31st, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 32nd, Matt Tiff. 33rd, Kyle Larson. Boy, had a rough day the Brickyard today. Daniel Hemrick was 34th. 35th, Jimmy Johnson. Wow. 36th, Parker Cleveland. 37th, Kyle Busch. Not a good day for him. 38th, Brad Keselowski. Not a good day for him. Last week's winner, Eric Jones, is 39th. And Landon Castle is 40th. Well, the playoffs are set. And I guess probably in my mind, the biggest story is who's not in the playoffs. And it's got to be Jimmy Johnson. I mean, 15 consecutive years, always been in the playoffs. 
for five years, <laughs> five years straight, he won, you know, the cup championship. And now to not see him not have a win and not even get in on points, it's uh, it's sad. Now, they, they, they say, okay, so the playoff is set. Uh, for Jimmy Johnson, he finished 34 points out of the playoffs. And he just his year has just been just been dreadful. He was he, he ran a great race last week until he got into trouble. He got into a crash late, late, late last Sunday night um, as they out, as they outweighed a rain delay. But he he had a top five run going, and then he got into a crash and and ended that. Today he was running pretty well. He was in the top ten. He was at one point in the playoff system by points. And then he crashed out, and uh, it's it, over. It reminds me of years ago. You know, everyone always gave Danica Patrick trouble when she was in the Cup Series, but I felt like a lot of times that just bad luck came her way. The same thing I feel like with Johnson. I feel like he had a good car today. I don't think he could have you know beat Harvick in any way, but he just bad luck follows just seemed to follow him this season. But I remember, I think it was 2012 when Kozlowski won the Cup Championship, and. This is before they kind of had the system they have now, but Gordon won the Homestead race and kind of had an uh, had an off year that year. So I think the best thing for Johnson, I mean, nothing's gonna he's out. He you know he has no chance to win an eighth championship this year. But I think there's, I mean, the, t- the nice thing about NASCAR is even if you're not in the playoffs, you're still racing and you can still get a win. And I think the best thing for Johnson and his team right now is if they can get a win the next in races, that's going to help you know, with momentum into the next year. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to give up. They're going to, in fact, now they have nothing to lose. You might as well just go for the win every week. And there's no strategy. There's no points to gain um, because it doesn't mean anything really. Okay. So if you're in the, I think it's, if you're in the top 25, you get a mention at the banquet, but who cares if you're in the top, you're, you're racing for nothing. And I mean, another, another thing, you know, this is the first year without Chad Canales. He's had two new crew chiefs this year, and at, before the season started, things looked kind of positive. He won one of the dual races uh, to get a you know good spot in the Daytona 500, and then it's just nothing. Been downhill since yeah. then. It's been nothing but bad news for that team. Well, let's go ahead and take a look and see who is in, and we'll I'll go through the list here, and then we'll come back and talk about some surprises and i mean there's there are drivers in here that are not a surprise but uh, winning the the regular season championship is kyle bush and he will be the top seed going into the playoffs at number one denny hamlin is number two martin Truex jr number three oh joe gibbs racing one two three shocking i know joy logano fourth brad kozlowski fifth so Pinsky and joe gibbs racing have the top five slots and again like you you said not a shot all season long I mean, the first few, it was just, if you guys don't remember, the Gibbs-Pinsky. I mean, it was just back and forth. It didn't seem like any other team was going to win this season. Kevin Harvick, sixth. Stuart Haas Racing, seventh. Chase Elliott from Hendrick Motorsports. Kurt Busch, man, what a great job by Kurt Busch this year getting the number one car into the playoffs. He has really done a, a heck of a job there at Chip Ganassi Racing. Kyle Larson at Chip Ganassi in the 42 car is in ninth. Alex Bowman from Hendrick Motorsports is 10th. Eric Jones from Joe Gibbs. All four Joe Gibbs cars are in. Eric Jones in 11th. Ryan Blaney, Team Pinsky, in 12th. Another Hendrick car, William Byron in 13th. Eric Almarola from Stuart Haas 
is in 14th. Clint Boyer made it in by the skin of his teeth, man. And uh, Stuart Haas is, is there in 15th and 16th. Ryan Newman from Roush Fenway Racing. Who would have ever thought, and you mentioned this earlier today, you would have never thought of, of Ryan Newman being in the playoffs and Jimmy Johnson being out of the playoffs. Yeah, and especially, you know, Newman's on, you know, he's with Roush Fenway, and Roush isn't the team that they used to be, you know, years no, ago. No, not even, not even close. And then if you were to tell me, okay, three out of four Hendrick cars are in the playoffs, and not, and not one of those three was Jimmy Johnson, it's insane. I mean, we have almost all of Stuart Haas in there. Um, Suarez, he, you know, he wasn't able to make it. He was close. Um, but yeah, it's it's great for you know Chip Canassi, but Jimmy Johnson. I mean, great job on the other. But I mean, all the other three Hendrick cars, they're in there, not just in points. They all won a race this year. Well, not William Byron, but um, he, you know, he did well qualifying and. Um, and Newman being on there when they first started this system of like kind of where they have cutoffs every like three races. I mean, if you remember in 2014, the first year they did this, I mean, Newman, again, he got in on points, but he made it to the final four. Yeah, he did. Jimmy Johnson was, uh, they talked to him after the race and I found this kind of interesting. Uh, the question was, uh, this was a disappointing end to your regular season. You were on the you were inside on a three-wide situation, and what happened? And obviously, J- Jimmy Johnson answers, yeah, it was really disappointing. Unfortunately, we had a bad 25 races that led to the position we were in here today to have a duller day. So he he knows he knows they ran like garbage all year. He just said it. We had a bad 25 races to put us in the position where we basically had to win or have a top-five finish to get into the playoffs, and they just couldn't do it. They haven't shown anything this season to me. They're not a championship team right now. And, no. and, and I keep telling everybody that Jimmy Johnson didn't forget how to drive a car. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if it's it's the multiple crew chiefs this year. I don't know, I don't know what it is. But uh, they're going to take a hard look at this at the rest of this season, and uh, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Who knows? There may be changes afoot again for the 48 team in the offseason. What are some of your surprises in that list of drivers in, in the uh, playoffs? Uh, I mean, Clint Boyer, I think. I mean, I, I wanted Clint to be in, you know, Kansas. Uh, fellow Kansan, he's raced out Lakeside Speedway. Um, you know, enjoy his personality. And he had some good races, but, I mean, he wasn't able to capture one yet this season. He had some trouble, but I'm glad to see him. Maybe that team can pull something together in the playoffs. Uh, Eric Jones, uh, with the win last week to secure a spot, put, put an all Joe Gibbs racing in. Um, I, I wasn't expecting him to win. He wasn't, you know, in my top five drivers to win last week in Darlington. And uh, Kyle Larson, you know, we've talked about him where. Again, like bad luck seemed to follow him this season. Oh, he couldn't get out of bad luck. It seemed like he um, had trouble today. And so, see, so the surprise, like I mean, Ryan Newman for sure. But again, you looked at Newman. He, you know, he had some good runs this season. He did what he could with, um, you know, being. And I think I don't know if this is his first year. I think it's his first year at Roush. Yes. And um, same thing we talked about. Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch was in the surprise all season long. We saw Kurt Busch really make something happen he got a win 
and he really put that number one team. Uh, I, I think, to me, he is a little bit of a surprise because of the team he was with. The, the, the number one team at Chip Ganassi has really not done anything the last few years, and, and their driver was Jamie McMurray, who, I don't know, just never quite lived up to all of the all of the, the expectations they had of him when he came into the series. I mean, he won a couple races there, but really never really did what he was supposed to do there. And, and Kurt Busch comes over there. He was out of a ride at Stuart Haas Racing, um, picked up this ride at Chip Ganassi Racing, and really, I think, really set the bar pretty high for this team. And they actually went out and hit and exceeded, I think, some of the goals that they probably had this season. I'm not sure they expected to have the kind of year that they did, but um, Kurt Busch is a good driver, a talented driver, and he knows what he's doing. So in that sense, because he's in the one car, to me it's a little bit of a surprise that he's there. Looking down through the list here, uh, I really there's not many surprises, actually. And uh, six in the top ten, I just I was looking, six of the drivers in the top ten are former cup champions. So there's a good chance we could see a repeat. repeat. Yeah, which before Johnson, we really haven't, I mean, there hasn't been a repeat winner. So, I mean, Tony Stewart was the last one outside of Johnson, who's a repeat cup championship. And so, kind of interesting. I think we it has getting it's tough to win uh, a cup championship, especially the way they have it now in the playoffs. Uh, that's why it's it's so shocking for someone like Johnson to be in for someone who has been able to tie Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, and, and yeah, you know the way they've done the points and all that's changed, but. I mean, Johnson earned those championships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. And the thing about Jimmy Johnson, in, in think of how much the playoff system has changed since 2004, and Johnson's been in there, and he's been, he's been a, a top contender for all those years under many different formats. I think they changed the formats to try to... No, they wouldn't <laughs> do that, would they? I know. That's I what was... happened in 2003 when Matt Kenseth... 2003, he, he won by such a huge margin, they changed. I think it was like August. It up. August, we knew in 03 that Kansas was going to win. Oh, yeah, it was such a huge lead. And I don't I don't even know if I watched the last race that year. I, I It's not that I dislike Kansas. It was just there was no excitement. I applaud NASCAR. Some people don't like the way things have changed, but I remember in 2011 when it came down to Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards, that was an exciting race to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and... and you know, it's several years now in the row. It's it's the it's the the for lack of a better term, the final four racing for the win to to win the championship. And what's nice since they've changed this starting in twenty fourteen, it used to be the cup championship. Whoever won the cup championship usually didn't win at Homestead. I don't think Johnson ever has won at Homestead. Well, he did in twenty seven twenty sixteen, but before that, there was always another driver. Who won the race, but not the championship. Their their win was always kind of overshadowed. Forgotten about. And now, since they've changed this in 2014 with Harvick's, you know, when he got his championship, the championship wins the race. I mean, those final four give it their all. Oh and yeah, I I love watching the Homestead now. Yeah, it it's really done what what I think NASCAR wanted to do. They wanted to bring fans. They wanted to bring eyes to that final race of the of the season. Where you're exactly right. Before, it was kind of anticlimactic, and if the championship was decided, 
well, maybe I got something a little better to do than just go watch a race. Uh, something that we might, and this is just, I'm no ex, but something we might keep an eye on in this postseason. We've mentioned before, when's Jimmy Johnson's contract up? He's actually got one year. He has one year. 2020 is his final year. So, well, I and this is just, I'm not trying, but <laughs> the way things, I mean, he might be ready to say, you know what? It's been fun. I'm ready to sit back and relax. I could see him going broadcasting for sure, just like Jeff Gordon somewhere. But, I mean, we could be talking Johnson's time could be he might be ready to call it quits i don't think so you think he's gonna i think he'll i think he'll i think he will work out his contract for sure jimmy johnson doesn't want to leave this sport a seven-time champion on a losing streak he doesn't want the the last thing to be remembered about him other than you're always going to remember he's a seven-time champion but he doesn't want the last impression of jimmy johnson in the nascar cup series to be Three years, no wins. It's always, I think he comes back to really, really battle for a win next season. It's always interesting sometimes, you know, in, in the short postseason or the short at once the season's done in November until February, some of the storylines that come out. I mean, Carl Edwards, no one saw that coming. So, nope. Um, there's always some, a lot of times there's a crazy amount of, you know, team changes. Um, it's at a point that I know a lot of, I have family that they quit buying drivers, you know, gear. They they buy the, you know, if they like Team Chevy, they'll buy that. But sticking with the driver, even me as a Chase Elliott fan, he was 24 for a couple of years and then switched to the number nine. Still same, you know, Hendrick Motorsports, but I've now <laughs> buy nine gear and drivers change a lot more, it seems like, than they used to. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting, but we've still got we still got a little ways to go before we get to the off season, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting racing ahead of us. And as you look at these guys who are in the playoffs, um, man, I can see some great battles coming up uh, for victories in the uh, in the playoffs. Kyle Busch is always a wild card uh, going for the win. Kurt Busch, although he he wasn't a man of his word, and he didn't wreck his brother like he said he would. I, it just disappointed me he didn't wreck Kyle Busch out when, uh, after the Bristol event when uh, he didn't. And then he had a chance, and then we all remember the awesome uh, Kyle Busch fl- leaving his brother, flying away and saying, hey, find your own way home after he beat him. <laughs> so um, Kevin Harvick is there. Kevin Harvick is running well. Uh, dominant performance today. Denny Hamlin has had great performances the last few weeks. Uh, they may be coming together at the right time to make a, a run for his championship. Of those guys who don't have championships, who would who would you be? Who would be your sentimental favorite to pick up a, a first time championship? I would say Hamlin. I'll, I'll never forget. I think it was 2010. He went into the last race as the points leader, and this wasn't where they had like they have now. Where, you know, there were four drivers at an equal chance. He Johnson was able to surpass him in points and and get this fifth championship and I'll never forget the look on Hamlin's face and and at the end of that race the disappointment he was so close he went in I think that was the first time a driver went into the last race of the season and ahead and then to come out the championship 
you know, he started off great winning the Daytona 500. He's done that before. You know, this year was the second, but um, Hamlin's not my favorite driver, but I think out of this year and someone that's been in the sport for a long time, his team has really uh, made some stuff happen this year, more than multiple wins. And out of drivers that don't have a cup championship yet, I would root for him. And he's right there behind Kyle Busch in points. I think the the Denny Hamlin story for this season uh, has been pretty amazing with the um, – and everybody remembers back right before the season started, J.D. Gibbs passed away from a long-term illness. And J.D. Gibbs is the one that discovered Denny Hamlin and, and said, hey, we ought to hire this guy after he ran in the truck series. And then he ran in the – it would have been the Bush series back then. But uh, – saw this kid had talent and, and JD went to his, his father, Joe and said, Hey, we need to sign this kid. And JD is, has been a big, big deal in, in Denny Hamlin's life. And when they dedicated the 500 Daytona 500 to JD, and then Denny goes out and wins it, it would be a pretty cool way to wrap up that story this season. If he could uh, pick up his first championship, I, I can't imagine what an emotional moment that would be in victory lane, uh, hoisting the, the Monster Energy Cup and uh, paying tribute to J.D. Gibbs. I, I just think that'd be a fitting into this season. Absolutely. And that's, we've talked about before now, that's one of the things that makes, you know, NASCAR fans, the, those kind of stories are always just are great for the sport. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, people love those stories. I mean, I would love nothing more than Chase Elliott to get a cup win. I don't think he's... In the regular season, so far he's he's got a couple wins. I don't think he's up there for like uh, yet. I mean, the postseason this is now complete. The regular season's over. Next ten races, there. I mean, drivers that have been able to sit and relax after they've secured a win in the regular season, now it's over. It's it's they got to wake back up, and I mean, you can have engine problems, tire go out. There's all kinds of things that that can happen that. Drivers in the past that you thought for sure would make it to the final four don't because of something happening early on. So, and remember what sits out there waiting for the playoff drivers in Alabama, Talladega Super Speedway. And we've seen many times how Talladega has changed the face of the playoffs because of what the big one and, uh, so that's sitting out there. That's looming out there. We have the Roval in Charlotte uh, waiting. We got uh, next week we go to uh, Las Vegas, um, which is just this new schedule. I used to back in the day, and and I always always laugh when I say back in the day, but I, I used to be able – I had the schedule memorized because they never changed it. Yeah. They were in the same places at the same weekends every month. You were talking earlier about – it's weird. It's the Brickyard. It's September. That's usually in August. I'm going to be so lost next year. If you're lost this year, <laughs> I, next season, I'm going to be so lost. Daytona is going to be the last, but we'll talk about that later. Looking at Vegas, I'm kind of looking ahead to the next three races, which are going to be this first round in the playoffs. Um, the last three wins there are all Ford. You know, either Penske or you have Kevin Harvick with Stuart Haas. Uh, Truex is the last Toyota there. Before that, you got Kislowski, and then Harvick back when he went, he was with the uh, Richard Childress team when he was with the Chevy. But you got Harvick or Penske there. 
as a good chance, I think, if you're going to maybe bet on someone. But, again, playoffs, Vegas is the home track of the Bush brothers. You know they're going to try it for the, all. For they're going to roll the dice in Vegas, baby. They're going to roll the dice, the Bush brothers. And, you know, we're, we're making a big deal out of the, the regular season being over. I don't think the playoff race is going to change that much. I think we're going to see basically the same kind of racing, the same people. Uh, in the top five, week in and week out, we're going to see the same guys getting victories. The, the the really big change in the playoffs is, like you said, after three races, there's they eliminate four drivers or three, four. Yeah, they eliminate four drivers. So we go to Vegas, and what, what's after Vegas again? Uh, Richmond, Richmond, and then uh, we have the Charlotte Road Course. The Road Course will be an elimination race, and. That was an exciting one last year. Oh, yeah. Richmond, opposite, kind of opposite of Vegas, last three wins there. Toyota, Joe Gibbs, Kyle Busch has two of the three of there. For that, Kyle Larson won in 2017. Um, then Joey Logano. So you have Penske and Gibbs showing up in Richmond as well. And then Charlotte, the, the road course, I think last year's for Ryan Blaney is the only stat I got in that. So um, we could have a surprise winner out of there. He's still Team Penske, but... Um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be fun. It's it's uh, it's a fun time of the year. Um, and, and what's so great about it is is anything can happen. Uh, you could get a team who suddenly goes cold. You know, the 18 team they blew an engine today. When was the last time you saw a Joe Gibbs car blow an engine? It hasn't happened this season. All of a sudden, uh-oh, we're into the playoff time. Kyle Busch blows up and burns up on pit road. Could that could that be a little sign of something not going right there, or is that just racing? Or and Kozlowski had you know he had bad luck today. Kozlowski had bad luck today. Uh, uh, Kyle Larson had bad luck today. Um, so it's going to be fun to keep an eye on this and see where these guys go. Um, yeah, Ryan Blaney. You know, I think of the of the drivers that are in the playoffs. I'm really surprised we didn't see a little bit. I mean, he's in the playoffs. That's good. He's in there on points. But I'm really surprised we didn't see a little more competitiveness out of that team this year. It just didn't seem yeah. to be, I don't know. I think Ryan Blaney is a very, very talented driver. I think he's going to be in this sport for a long time, and I think he's going to win a lot of races. But I expected a little bit more out of that team this year. He, I mean, he, he led some laps today. Let's see. Um, I guess nineteen laps. Our 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 fancy podcast studio doesn't have any computers in it, so we're we're old school with pen and paper. So yeah, he did he did lead uh, nineteen laps. You're right, and yeah, I'm shocked he we didn't have at least one win from him this year. Um, it's you know now that he's drivers. That even that didn't get in on a win, but on point. I mean, you're in now. Now's your chance to make something happen, um, and try to get a win. Like you know, we, he won the road course last year, which is the elimination race. Um, and now, what's different about the playoffs, though, is if you get a win, that only secures your spot for the first. And you're not secured at home. You're not. Set. You're not secured all the way all the way to the end. So if you win in the in in the first three races you're good to the next round you can't be eliminated my, my favorite i think year i mean 20 
2015 when Joey Logano met Kansas. I mean, Logano was on a roll <laughs> moving into the next round after next round. Knocked out, bumped Kansas out of the way at Kansas. And Kansas came back and got him at Martinsville, which was the elimination race before Homestead. And knocked you know Logano's chance out that I think if Logano went to Homestead that year, there could have been a chance Kyle Busch might have not been the championship. Yeah, this is very true. That was that was uh, <laughs> Matt's revenge, man. And everybody knew it was going to happen, and uh, it did. It did. It, it took him out of the. But it made it. I mean, was it? I just that's some of the storyline. It's like I, I'm excited for what we might see in the next ten races. Those kind of storylines, and uh, just the unex- expect unexpected. Absolutely. And like I said, we've got some characters in, in the playoffs here that, you know, will do anything to win. Um, Kevin Harvick has not always been Mr. Clean when it comes to racing for the win. Um, they call him the closer. Um, I think some of these younger drivers are going to learn some lessons in the playoffs with, with some of these uh, more veteran drivers. Uh, so I think we've got a good mix of talent in, in the playoffs, uh, a good mix of young and old. Um, so we'll see. We'll just have to see if Clint Boyer can stay out of trouble. He could be a threat. So we got some fun times ahead of us in uh, in the playoffs. It's uh, I'm excited for it, and and uh, it's a busy time. Of, it's a busy time of year for sports because the NFL kicked off this weekend. Uh, no pun intended. And so everybody's attention gets a little divided. But uh, don't give up on on the the Cup Series because this last few weeks is going to be exciting and uh, if you haven't picked out a driver or you 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 had a driver and you were unhappy with them go pick somebody to root for in the in the playoffs and uh, you won't be disappointed i guarantee it what's kind of nice to see too uh, looking at the you know 16 drivers in the playoff field uh there's a good i mean we got a good mix of toyotas ford and chevy it's not i mean of course the toyotas and ford have been great this year uh, but it's a good seeing a good mix in there from between the Hendrick drivers and Chip Canass. Um, seeing some teams, Chevy's kind of struggled the last few years. Still, quite aren't there, but there seems to be a good mix of manufacturers in the playoffs. Now, a lot of these drivers in the playoffs have been locked in for a long, long time this season. You know, Denny Hamlin's been been secured since the Daytona 500. You know, and have they? Ben holding back just a little bit because they know they're in? Have they saved a little something for the playoffs we haven't seen? You know, sometimes they say in in, uh, preseason that coaches sometimes don't show their complete hand. They don't show their whole playbook in preseason. Um, Is there anybody there that you think maybe is is kind of sandbagged a little bit and may have have a little extra in the tank come come next week for the playoffs? Yeah. Chad Knauss was famous for that in Daytona back in the day. NASCAR, I, I feel like driver, I mean, wins are, you know, you're going against, it used to be 43, 40 drivers. This race we actually had 40, but it's not easy. It's not like NFL, you know, football. It's you, like your team, another team. It's it's hard. We've talked, we've discussed, you know, in this episode, how hard it is just to get a cup championship. Some drivers like Dylan or Junior never saw that. But even just to win a cup race is hard. And so drivers like Denny Hamlin, who has been secured since, you know, the Daytona 500, I don't know 
how much exactly they've held back because they don't want to go on a dry spell. They want to get a win every week if they can. Um, but someone, I think Kyle Busch might have, I don't know, any driver looking at this <laughs> list, anyone, I don't see anyone here who, at least in the like top five, ten, who've been holding back. Alex Bowman, I'd like to see him, you know, his attitude he had when he won this year um, at Chicagoland. I'm tired of being second. Yeah, he needs to get back into having that attitude. And uh, Vegas, you know, it's a mile and a half track. He did well at Kansas. He did well at Chicagoland. Um, he needs to get that attitude again. He, you've, you've made it. You secured a spot in the playoff, not just some points, but a win. I would like to see him not hold back and not take second. Yeah, yeah, he would be like I say. There's a good mix. You you said it. There's a good mix of manufacturers. There's a good mix of drivers. There's uh, man, it's just I'm excited for the playoffs. I, I'm 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 a little sad because my sentimental pick was Jimmy Johnson to have a great season this year, and it just didn't happen. So I'm sad he's not there in one way. In another way, maybe it's good he's not there. Maybe it's. Maybe it's time for these other younger guys to step up and 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 start to make a name for themselves. Nobody likes a dynasty, you know. Everybody hated the the Yankees, the I New York Yankees. The Patriots right now, so I'm a Chiefs fan, of course. But the Patriots is another great example. You're right. It's Tom Brady. And you get Bellas tired of them winning. And Jimmy Johnson, if there ever was a dynasty in in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson was one. Absolutely. And, and I've, I mean, since I've I've been in racing. Uh, Jeff Gordon was my driver for Chase Elliott, but I've always was supportive. When Jimmy Johnson, I remember uh, back in 2001, my aunt and uncle for their 25th anniversary, they went down and saw, they went down to North Carolina and looked at all the shops and stuff, and they showed me photos of a garage being built, and they were saying this is for, you know, Hendrix is expanding for their, this is going to have their new driver, Jimmy Johnson. And my brother at the end of the 2001 season, when Gordon won his fourth championship, he was like, you know what, I want to, because we both kind of got into it. Gordon was already, I mean, that was his fourth championship. I stuck with him. My brother was like, I want to go with an unknown. I want to go with someone fresh, someone new who doesn't. And so he went with Johnson uh, in 2002. Johnson, you know, won the pole Daytona that year. And so I've always been a Hendrick Motorsports fan, but I remember by like 2009, 2010, I was like, at the end of the season, I was like, Man, again, <laughs> and I was kind of getting burnt out. Like it, it wasn't exciting. Kind of like we talked about with you know with Matt Kenseth in two thousand three, though Johnson had never really secured. He just always did well um, since they did the format um, into the the chase, and then we had a couple years break, and he was back at it again in twenty thirteen, which that was exciting because he was getting closer to you know tying Petty and Earnhardt, but. It was kind of getting tiresome for half a decade. Johnson was the champion. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's just like I said, it's sad to see the last two years the, to see him struggle the way he has. But there are a lot of fans out there of other drivers who are like, it's about time he struggled a little bit because he's had he's 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 lived pretty good pretty good life the last few years, and so we'll see. He's he. There's still enough time in the season left for him to pick up a win this year and break that winless streak, which I think would be good. I would just like to see them have a good competitive race. 
whether it's a win or whether it's just a top five or a top three, I would love to see them run competitively um, and, and they'll have a chance to do it. Um, but really, honestly, the next the next few weeks, it's all about the playoff drivers and, and, and the rest of these guys are just out there running the race. So Las Vegas, it's time to make our picks. Who are you going to pick for Las Vegas? Who's going to get the first win in the playoffs and lock in that spot for for the next two races because we've done so well on these picks oh the yeah they've season. been stellar yes yeah um, i always say listen to my picks and see how wrong i am because and then you'll realize why i don't bet on sports because i'm no good at it uh boy okay vegas i'm uh i don't i'm gonna go rowdy rowdy bush Rowdy Bush, huh? I think he's, like we talked about, I think, out of the two Bush brothers, I think he's going to be the more aggressive one. And I think he's he wants that win for his home track, and he wants to just go ahead and secure his spot into the, into the next one. But, again, and I'm looking, I mean, smart thing for me would be to go with the Ford, but I think, I think Kyle's going to, I think he's going to pull it off. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with another guy that uh, is pretty good on mile-and-a-half tracks. And uh, I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr. We haven't heard a lot from him lately. He's had a pretty great season. Uh, he's got four wins on the season. But he, recently he's been pretty quiet. There's not been a whole lot of noise out of that camp. So uh, Martin Truex Jr. is my guy for next week in Las Vegas. And, and looking at that now, I mean, look, I think if there's any team that might be holding back, Truex Jr. might be one of them. No, you think Martin would? You think Cole Pern would have a little something up his sleeve? The dominance they had, maybe so. They used to have at mile and a half tracks, and on. I mean, yeah, um, I could definitely see him <laughs> making something happen. Well, whatever happens next week in Las Vegas, we'll be here to wrap it up for you. And man, stick with us, even though you're football fans. Watch the watch the football game. Now that everybody has a phone, you have an iPad, you have some kind of tablet, you have a PC, you can watch your football game, but you can keep keep up with the race on your phone or your tablet or vice versa. So, man, don't give up on the NASCAR season because there's going to be a lot of great racing I, here I in the next few that. weeks. When uh, a few years ago, uh, the cable service I had, I would watch. My brother didn't, I would say, if I stayed at his place, he didn't have cable or anything, but I would have my phone, I'd be watching uh, the NASCAR race, and then on an iPad, I'd be watching, you know, Chiefs. So we can multitask. So NASCAR fans, it's time to multitask. If you want to watch football, that's fine. Uh, we kind of have to here at the Fox Four because it's part of our part of our day here. It's part of our job. We can't just be. We just can't sit here and be race fans. We got work to do while we're here. And so Brian's really involved in in the in the Chiefs game and and the the web content and and so. But don't don't give up on NASCAR. S stick in there. Hang in there. It's going to be a fun uh, race to the finish. Something else before like Go ahead. I've, I, and we've talked about this all seats and long but man the seats today at indianapolis for brickyard 400 uh just uh, when i was going through photos on getty um yeah the the seats were pretty empty today for this is one of the big races like daytona and i think there used to be a theory and this is before the playoffs but it used to be I, I heard this when I first got into sport that the driver that won the brake guard usually went on to win the championship. And the, the first year I really watched NASCAR was 2001. Gordon won the brake guard, 
won the championship. If you go back and look, if you have some free time this week, go back and look, and that does bear out pretty, pretty, uh, pretty closely. I believe in two thousand when Bobby Labonte won the championship, he won the Brickyard. So I don't so, know if that's I don't know if it's held true as much, but um, I think Kyle won in twenty fifteen. So won the championship. Whatever happens, Brian and I are going to be here. We're going to be faithful to NASCAR, even though we got to pay attention to football. We're going to be faithful to NASCAR. We'll be here every every week to wrap it up for you and to share our excitement and, uh, and to give you all the NASCAR news and all the results and all the fun of the playoffs. And every week here on Sunday night, we'll be here for the Fox 4 Race Zone. I'm Sam Atwell. And I'm Brian Dooley. Everybody have a great week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.